The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Hello, this is Homeboy88 for the Video Game Connection. Join us weekly for the most entertaining video game podcast you'll ever hear. Join Ivan, Big Tom, and myself as we review the latest games, up-to-date gaming news, and game previews all in comedic form. It's a jam-packed hour of ear fun with our own video game rap songs. Listen to the Video Game Connection wherever you listen to podcasts, except Walmart, never Walmart. Keep gaming and keep listening to the Video Game Connection.
It's been nine months since I've been in a wrestling ring. I gotta remember how to do this really quick. Do I still talk into the microphone like this? Still talk like this? Yeah? First of all, thank you guys for reminding me who I am. For those of you who don't know, my name is Johnny Gargano. And I was kind of a big deal back in NXT. I'm a former NXT champion, three-time North American champion, tag team champion, first ever Triple Crown champion in NXT history. As a matter of fact, I won those tag team titles in this very building. It is great to see you again, Toronto. Since I've been gone, there's been a lot of questions about where or when I was going to show up again. And honestly, I had those same questions. And for a long time, I wondered if I even wanted to do this anymore. But I remember one day in particular, I was standing there playing with my brand new, fresh, six-month-year-old baby. Baby wrestling. Baby wrestling, yes. He's gonna appreciate that when he gets older, promise me. And I remembered that when I was younger, I had big, impossible dreams. I dreamed of becoming the Intercontinental Champion, of becoming the United States Champion, of becoming the WWE Champion, and of wrestling at WrestleMania. And it hit me. It hit me. What type of father would I be if I didn't teach my son that even the biggest, most impossible dreams can come true? If you work hard enough, you can get anything you want out of this life, I promise. And when I left, I said, you will never fail if you bet on yourself and that is what i am doing here tonight in toronto i am betting on myself and i stand here incredibly proud to say johnny wrestling is back in wwe and we're just getting started we are just getting started Look who's interrupting the party. I'm still trying to get over the shock and awe. Right. Johnny Gargano here, but here comes Mr. Money in the Bank Theory.
in the past nine months, hasn't true. it? That's true, a lot has happened in nine months. I've changed a lot of diapers, I've washed a lot of bluey, and I've also watched you, and man, it's great to see how much you've changed. It's great, like, it's good to see you, man, really. I know, man, and... You've changed a lot. I know, and, well, everybody knows. I mean, a lot has changed. I became the United States champion. On top of that, the youngest United States champion. I've competed at WrestleMania already. And with this right here, I am on my way to becoming the new undisputed WWE Universal Champion. Hope you do. It's almost like all the things you dreamed of, I've already done them. It's... Johnny, I gotta tell you this. I couldn't have done any of this without you. I couldn't have. When we were in NXT together, you took me under your wing. And now I look around and all these idiots saying, what, we're on Monday Night Raw. It's almost like now, I'm the veteran and you're the rookie. I mean, think about it. You can stand behind me. You can, you can be my caboose. I mean, you can carry my bags if you want to. You know what? Even better, don't worry about the bags. You can carry this right here and hand it to me when I cash in and I become the new undisputed WWE Universal Champion. As good as that sounds, it seems like I can show you the way. Or, if you don't want to stand behind me and support me like you did, then maybe you just go away. But nobody wants to see that because they love us together. Johnny and Theory, the dynamic duo, we're untouchable. You know what? For old time's sake, let's do the high five. The high five, yeah. time. Come on. Let's do it. Let's, let's do it. Hit me with it, Johnny. Come on. Hit me with it, Johnny. Hit me. Come on, Johnny. Hit me. Oh! Hey, hit him, all right. Oh! So much for rekindling the partnership. Super kick to his former friend and protege. Maybe Gargano thought he needed to show Theory a whole new way to do things here on Monday Night Raw. I still can't believe it. Johnny Gargano is on Raw.
nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. And welcome to the PWC Monday Night Machismo. I'm your host Jimmy T. My co-host is back. He's on here pretty much on every other show. Evil Dose, the Gunner of Doom, Jeff Fucking Lipman. Welcome back to the Machismo. And what's yeah. you doing here once again? For sure. Oh, I guess it is. She's we need the inside information. That crowd was hot for us. That live crowd is hot. <laughs> They're hot indeed. As they I always hear a rumor that Drew Yari might be watching us, the, the adorable one. The adorable Drew Yari. Mm-hmm. Well, if he is watching, shout out to Drew Yari. Go check out his show, The Drew Yari Show, wherever good podcasts are found. But um, yeah, man, uh, I, I liked Raw once again. Can you believe yeah, it? Raw was pretty good. Yeah. It was pretty decent, pretty good. You know, like, what's his name? Uh, Danhausen says, you know, very evil. Or was it very nice, whatever the hell it is? Very nice, very evil. Very nice, very evil, very good, very decent, I felt raw. But, um, yeah. look, man, I just want to touch on one more thing, though, before we do jump into WWE. Does it involve someone named DM Lunk? Oh, it could have been PM Chuck. Oh, it could have been. It wasn't Nem Nem Nap. Well, no, not exactly. But it was uh, CM Punk, like you were oh, guessing. It was that skunk CM Punk. That rhymes. What do you think is going on here? Uh, again, I feel like we're getting worked big time, Jeff. Uh, I mean, I think there's elements of both to it. I mean, there's, there's certainly discord. I mean, let's look at this, this guy. Whatever you think of him, whether you agree he's the best in the world or not, he is a professional wrestler. He knows this industry. So if you're going to say that, that you haven't healed well enough and you, you know, and this is a long-term story, no, it's not because he was hopping around on one foot a couple weeks ago and on his entrance to the ring, he, before Moxley came in, he made you see that he jumped down from the second turnbuckle into the ring to let you know his legs were okay. And then when he did the kick that, you know, aggravated his leg, his, his broken foot, he kicked with his right foot, but it's his left foot that's hurt. He doesn't make mistakes like that. So that's his way of telling the world, 
Yeah, I'm not really down with this. At the same time, I have heard that maybe John Moxley sort of is part of the issue because clearly he is not happy with this interim label. He wants to be the two-time AEW champion, so they, were, so they gave him this squash match. The injury thing protects Punk, but Punk sort of sabotages it a little bit. And then Punk will probably get his win back in Chicago, and everyone gets their hometown win, so to speak. And we go back to the plan, which was to have CM Punk as your champion trying to make money for you while you can still make money out of CM Punk if he doesn't break again. So that's what I think is going on, but still no MJF. I mean, everybody was expecting him to run down last night, but we did get the exciting return of Kip Sabian. Yeah, we did. Uh, Also, uh, for me, I feel like Moxley and uh, Punk don't seem to like each other. I just sense it. I just just the way they are together I just feel like there's some sort of legit distaste for each other but uh nevertheless it's interesting but it's silly and dumb I mean I don't know what the end game is here I don't know if they're going to make out now Punk is going to be injured for I don't know how long 10 days but, is going to have the Christ-like resurrection I guess football well, even did, if did he heal, right Moxley savaged it by the way that his his Death Rider starting to look more and more just like a, a double arm suplex. Um, oh God, yeah. What's up with that, man? I, I noticed yeah, that right away. Is like, it that because of Punk? Look like two suplexes. It could have been because of Punk was too pussy to take the actual finish properly. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I assumed that Punk pivoted his body too much, and then Mox is like, "We got a wrong suit again." And Punk did the same thing again. I mean, again, I don't think these things are accidents when you have people like that. And I think that might explain why Moxley was so irritated at the end of the thing. I mean, it was going on for a long time. I'm sure people were expecting a run-in, but um, I don't know. What was the original question again? What do you ask? <laughs> um, uh, well, I was just saying, like, where do we go from here? Like, what, what happens now with All Out? I, I mean, they're saying that the main event is still the main event, so I, I just gave you my theory earlier in my original speech, but uh, as usual with the show, you don't listen to me. You just asked me what did you... Anyway, you asked me what the original question was, I just gave you the question back. All right, fair and enough. And now you're saying it. I'm not listening. Jesus All right, that's Christ. A push. Uh, that's fair enough. <laughs> oh, um, damn. <laughs> Jesus. She anyway. says I can take it easy on you. <laughs> For now. But she's watching For you. now. Really, Lily? Really? Really? Mm-hmm. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get my hand through there all the way in Maryland over there. and Join the line. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of jealous uh, people out there that wants a piece there of There is. Right? There's, there's at least one. <laughs> She's, she's threatening to disappear, Lily. Oh, boy. Anyway, I'll get a certain Lasakaria to get her while you're not watching, Jeff, all right? You know Italy? you know, Lasakaria will kill her. She'll chop that head off. Uh, listen, <laughs> sorry, Lily, but better. Ecuadorian than styles, all right? Yeah. <laughs> it's coming for us both. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, one day that friggin' doll is going to have its head chopped off. I almost put money on it that it will happen. Well, but, one, thing about, one thing about dolls is they really can resurrect. So, Yeah, it's kind of getting weird, Jeff. It's getting weird. But anyway, last thing before we move on to actual speaking about Monday Night Raw. Um, is TK out of his mind? Whatever he's trying to do right now. No, I know he's out of his mind, literally. But whatever he's trying to accomplish here, I think it's going to backfire so bad because the fans weren't happy with this outcome 
I don't think even Moxley was happy with this outcome by the way he was reacting. I'm sure Punk is not happy. I mean, this is ridiculous. This is sort of like... Well, we know Kingston isn't happy because apparently he was on a double secret suspension for getting into a fight oh, with yeah. Sammy Guevara. And Thunder Rosa wasn't happy because uh, she's pretending that she was injured uh, when she took herself off Twitter but has still is accepting business injuries. So... <laughs> what? Yeah. Now, I, f I, I did find it surprising that she was injured suddenly, right? Right. People were saying she and got injured telling... on Dark at an indie event, and now what I'm hearing is she's not injured at all. She just didn't want to do the job. Wow. <laughs> I don't know, but your question was, is Tony out of his mind? Yes, he's... I mean, listen, he had a meeting to address morale, and the headline out of the meeting is that he sent an email to Stephanie McMahon that if WWE oh, tampers with their contracts, he's their senior counsel who we've seen on TV, who looks like she's, well, she looks like she was 27 then, so she's probably 29 now, is going to be in touch with, gee, I'm sure De Jerry McDivitt is, is really, you know, shaking in his boots about that one. Jesus Christ, paranoid much, you think, Jeff? I mean, whatever. I, you know, to, you know, to, to the contract tampering to the general public and contract tampering, in a court are entirely oh. different things. I mean, I'm not even going to get into the semantics of what contract tampering actually means. Um, whatever. I mean, listen, I mean, all it would do is invite a countersuit about Jeff Hardy. So, you know, and True. Keith Lee went on Twitter saying, yeah, three days into my release, they contacted me. And yet you're still under contract during the release. The the company that releases you during your non-compete while they're paying you can change their minds. It, Absolutely it, it correct. The Munda. Interference. Yeah, so. Spot on, dude. Absolutely. Well, nevertheless, this is some interesting times in the world of professional wrestling or is it sports entertainment. I love it too. I mean, this is the stuff that we love the most. Even even in the back, the backstage stuff. Especially. It, it's very juicy, like extremely juicy. And I think there's a lot more truth out there right now that's getting reported than there ever was all year because... Uh, Oh, and Buddy really, you know, was double secret suspended too because he did. A, he apparently took a booking without telling AEW. Oh, well, who? Buddy Matthews, one of the members of House of Black, which might explain why they did the job to the Dark Order uh, okay, tomorrow well, night well, on last night's show. First of all, Buddy Matthews, as you know, is from my well, neck of the woods right. in Melbourne, Australia, right? But he was doing. A, he was actually taking bookings here in Australia, like just before. That's why he wasn't on television. He was he busy. He must have taken a booking in the U.S. without getting permission first. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine he was in Australia for seven weeks without permission. True. I mean, but the, the indie promotion that he did work for, right, in Australia, is actually one of the biggest indie promotions in the world, believe it or not. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's called, uh, oh, my God. It's called, like, World Series Wrestling. I don't know I if you've ever heard of it. I've been a million times. I told you to get the pass. Right, right, right. Press well, the, the guy that didn't. owns... Yeah, I know I didn't, but I wasn't interested in that event, to be honest, in particular. But, because every year they bring they bring in a lot of big names, right? I don't want to hear how good the show is and that you didn't want to get get press access for the PwC, a network that I, I'm a one-third stakeholder in. Because why would we want to get that exclusive? Well, Jeff, since you tell me, I'll do it next time. But you know what? You put your money where your mouth is, right? And uh -huh. how about since you're in Maryland, right? How about you, when the next event you do go to, why don't you get a PWC presser? 
Well, you, you know what? Now that I now that I have a relationship with the great Bin Hamin, I will ask him and see if he can arrange it because it was going to be through HM, <laughs> you HMG, not PWC, but I'll try all. <laughs> no, 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 I'm talking about PWC. Don't worry about HMG. I've already. I've already gotten his permission in the past to do that, actually, as a matter of fact. Well, you, are, just, you and me are not the same person, although we look alike. Um, oh. You know, I, I'll, I'll try and I'll name all the networks and, and let, let's, let's see. If, I want if, PWC, if is, I want HMG, I want Channel Attitude, and I want friggin' the Hammerlock Hangover Press Pass. Well, yeah, but the Hammerlock Hangover is part of many of these places. I'll, I'll put That's in TW right. Hustle and Wrestling Soup, too. I want, I want, to, be, I want to be known... <laughs> As, as part of this great penumbra of wrestling powerhouses. Well, you should put PWC as your I number one priority. Terrorism and topical things regarding Doom and Dark Reviews. Well, that's for a different subject wow. altogether. Yeah, well, just quietly. I know you love that now. Subject. I know you love that just quietly, by the way. And yes, it is the same network. You can catch Garden of Doom right here on the PWC network. Yes, that's right. Starring Mr. Lippman himself. No, no, I'm pointing to all the networks. Oh, well, yes, yes, up there with Channel Attitude. Well, he technically going to Doom's not on channelattitude.com, but it is on the PWC network. It is on Amin Media Group and the PW Hustle, correct? Yeah, it's on PW Hustle. Uh, but I'm optimistic about one day on Channel Attitude. All I need to do is meet Stevie Richards. What? Huh? <laughs> well, he's not really your connection. You've all you odd suck up to the Ayatollah himself, Mr. Bin Hamin. Listen, I don't need to suck get up you. to anyone. I suck as it is. <laughs> I don't think that came out right. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't come out right. All right, let's and do you know, Come on. You, I get you into channelattitude.com. And, heck, you might get some kudo points because you were part of the birthday edition of uh, of Uncaged. Because, you know what? The Ayatollah himself actually liked the show. What's that for? Ironically. Like? I'm just saying. So, who knows, Jeff? Good Maybe show? you will get a place. Yeah, it was. It was a good show. We've done exactly 52 minutes. The skirmish was great, though. Hey, did you see Mish? You liked the skirmish. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I'm starting to get scared, especially considering what we did last week on Smack Talk. Well, you know, listen, listen, Mish is not afraid to have a disagreement with friends about things. <laughs> I, I mean... Is it ironic that we mentioned his name now? Suddenly he's liking our show. Good. I, I hope he likes all of them. And I, I like uh, all his shows. I mean, why, why wouldn't I, <laughs> I you know... I, I listened oh, to them shit. all. I haven't gotten to this or that yet, but it just appeared on my uh, emails today. So, you know, I'll get I'll get to it. Well, I just find it very coincidental that he would suddenly like our show, especially after the way we started Smack Talk last week. It's a which good I show. highly recommend. It was absolutely a great show, a magnificent all the shows are show. Good. They're all they're all gold, Jerry Gold. Did you just say gold, Jerry Gold? Like, it's from Seinfeld. Oh, Jesus. You know what song went into my head? No. Go, Johnny, go, go. Jerry Lee Lewis, you're going all the way to the 50s. Johnny, be good, You know what? Jerry Lee Lewis also did Great Balls of Fire, which was a WWE pay-per-view. Speaking of WWE. Speaking of WWE, we're coming to you from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, from the Scotia Bank, or is it Scotia Bank, Arena, whatever it is, who cares? They're in Toronto, formerly of the... It has Iranic roots going all the way to Scotland, tied to the Templars and the whole path of the Graal. Yeah. Hence the name Scotia. Well, it's it, it's just the French name for Scots, but yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. Well, anyway, whatever the case, it used to be uh, Air Canada Center, I believe. I'm pretty sure. Um, anyway, we do get an introduction of uh, the Clash of the Castle pay-per-view scheduled for next month in Cardiff, Wales. 
But forget that because guess who makes a return, Jeff? Come on, tell me. Satisfaction. Guaranteed. It's Trish Stratus making a return to television for a special appearance in her hometown. And uh, you know what, man? I mean, she looks great, Jeff. Age appropriate. Hey, man, what can I say? She's Greek too, Jeff. <laughs> wink, wink. Okay. Maybe you should use that, you can move that, use that as an <laughs> entree. You know, I'm Greek. Uh, I'm just proud of it, bro. I'm just proud of it. That's all, man. She I'm might be Canadian. I might be Australian. Too, and I'm Greek. Hey, hey, see that? That doesn't matter. I'm proud of every Greek, no matter Commonwealth country or not. Just quietly. We all like that about each other. You know what I mean? All right. We represent Jeff. Okay. Doesn't matter what country we're from. We're worldwide and you know it. You, no matter where you go, you'll find a Greek. Doesn't matter what country. It's true. It's okay. damn true. Anyway, right. speaking of Greeks, I'm hearing though that now before she made her appearance, I was hearing in the dirt sheets that she actually wants to come back full time. I'm here full time, but I hear on a recurring basis, and that would be awesome. She alluded to telling Bailey that she could uh, unretire just as easily as she retired, and I'm here for it. Absolutely, so am I. And uh, like I said, she looks better than ever, man. I mean, except you know I what I noticed though, better too? than ever, but she looks she looks plenty fine for a woman over forty. How old is she now? Fifty? I'm not sure. I, I, I think she's probably close to forty-five. She's, oh, she's got to be 50 at least. Actually, let me, let me, or at least 48. Let me see. Let's check her age because I'm. Let's check her out. I mean, come on. I mean, if she's at least 48, she's one of the best 48 year olds going. But uh, let's see. No, I'm, I live with the best 48 year old. Ah, so I see what you did there. Shout out to yeah. La Sicaria. That's she right. She's 46. Mm-hmm. Closer to 45 she's, than 48. She's, she's right turning again. 47 this year, though, Jeff. Well, that's usually how birthdays work. Right. So I don't know. I think I won that little contest. Definitely not. Mm, you said you what, went 46? over. Price is right. Ah. You went under. Dun, dun, you're right. I, Price is right. You got to go under. If you go over, you lose. Dun, 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 I know. D, D's even nodding head. He's right. I love the Price is Right. So you're lucky, Jeff. You're, I'm going to showcase show. Everyone loves the prices. It was a great show. I mean, they've stopped playing it down here. I don't know if it's still really? going in the States. Yeah. It's a little bit sad. Is it still going down your way? Um, I'm about to make myself a hypocrite because I truly have no idea. <laughs> well, eat shit then, Jeff. Or should I say eat dicks? Bing, okay. there's our first dick comment. I will. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, she says it feels good to be here, to be home, and she's not, and she's not just talking about Toronto, but in this ring between these ropes. And I'll always feel like home here. She's been doing a lot of thinking lately, and enter Bailey flanked by Dakota Kai and Aya Sky as usual, and we go to a break, which is kind of silly at this point, Jeff. As we come back from commercial, Bailey gets on the mic. She talks about being in the ring with Trish freaking Stratus, and they all and all three of them fangirl over Trish before Bailey asks. What she's, what she's even doing here. Trish says she's kind of a big deal matchup later between Edge and Damien Priest, and she's here to give her fellow Torontian a little support. And further, she had something to say, which leads Dakota to tell her that nobody cares what she has to say. And Bally says Stratus has been on them all weekend, and this is their ring and their show now, and she's the past, so who the hell does she think she is? Enter Bianca Belair, Jeff. She says Bailey isn't even in the same stratosphere and Trish walked so they can all run. So she needs to be thanking her and stop being disrespectful. 
but she can defend herself. And Stratus says she can real quick go from I am retired to I was retired if she doesn't stop running her mouth. Bailey also takes her jacket off and calls her stupid for being outnumbered. But Stratus says she and Bianca make two. Enter Alexa Bliss and Asuka now. And future tag champs Alexa and Asuka make four. Bailey says she's lucky that she's feeling generous and she'll let them slide on this one. And she'll see the three of them at Cardiff. She says that's even if she even makes it to Clash at the castle. Good luck. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Um, I got to be honest. I've been I'm trying to not to say this, but I'm a little bit sick of Bailey Dakota and EO already. <laughs> oh, that's heat. That's automatic heat here at the PWC, Jeff. Yeah, they're they're not. <laughs> they're, they're they're not doing it for me, brother. I don't really feel any chemistry All from right. them. There's not this. I mean, the other, you know, Io can't really speak a lot of English. I do like when she says, I don't like you, but Dakota. <laughs> I don't know, like you. Yeah, they, they don't really play off each other well. There's no, there's, it, does, it doesn't feel like there's anything organic about them together. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's be honest. You want to play devil's advocate here? Sure. Actually, not really, because I agree with you. So no. I'm not going to play devil's advocate. Okay. I agree. I've been wanting to say it, but I thought I'd give it a chance. But let's be real. Let's 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 be actually completely honest here, Jeff. Since the whole podcasting world in professional wrestling love these trio, well, I'll be honest. I, from the start, I did call out the bullshit. This is NWO all over again, right? For me, except with three ladies and Bailey. Let's be honest, Jeff. Bailey is a plain Jane right now. What's so uh, good about it? Look at her. Right. Tell me what the hell. Does she really look like a star? Honestly, think about it. No, she doesn't. And, and I don't know if she's in ring shape or not. I mean, I know she had a match and it was with someone that, that you know, you couldn't really draw any conclusions from her opponent as to you know, how good she was. I mean, the finisher was cool. But listen, I, I wouldn't mind if they acted more like the NWO, but like there's no Scott Hall. There's no there's no second uh, voice is interesting. Or if Scott or they're just not jumping and beating people up. I mean if they were just beating people up, that would at least be interesting. But no. They're talking. They're talking that. more than doing. And that's you know, so it feels I mean, I hate to do this again, but I no, I don't. They're like the she Seth Rollinses. It's just there's three of them going, <laughs> right? Like one of them. But it's, it's like instead I like of Seth Rollins, fuck yeah. I know. But instead of him getting three or four segments a show, they're getting four segments a show. And it's not necessary. Like, one is enough. Yeah, true. And plus, uh, we still don't have an explanation on why Dakota Kai, Io Sky, and uh, Bailey are even a thing. Like, we still don't know why. It doesn't make sense. What I, I would you pair them three? I wouldn't even care if they if they felt like there was charisma, some connection there. You know, or, or or if they were doing fun stuff like coming out of the crowd and beating the shit out of people or jumping people from behind, like something is just them talking. Where, you know, Bailey's an okay talker, but it's not exactly like she kills, you know, promos. Ding dong. Eh, I can, listen, ding dong is funny, but the shows themselves stunk. Uh, her and Sasha together work well, but you know, yeah, and her whoa. feuding with Michael Cole. Listen, I'm funny when it was someone else, but if you ask me to go on stage and tell jokes, I can't do it. So some people need to feed off of others. You need to have a camaraderie, a chemistry. She she doesn't have that alone. 
Yeah, I agree. And I think this shit should just end ASAP, in my opinion, because there's just no reason for these three to even coexist right now. Especially Dakota Kai looks so out of place. I mean, even Aya Shirai, sorry, Eo Sky, kind of looks out of place. And Bailey, she just, I like her. They're going to be wrong. But like, what is she? She's just plain. Listen, the first week they came out, we were gently critical that they should have done an introduction to the group, sort of the way Hit Row does, where they introduced themselves. And this was before Hit Row came back, and they, they rehashed it. They basically introduced themselves again. They did it less as a rap song this time, which was better than uh, back when they did it initially. Anyway, they should have said what it was about, that, you know, I'm Bailey and I'm back, and, and I'm tired of being left behind and being forgotten. And so I brought some backup, and Dakota Kai is my tactical genius and she's out of her mind and she will do anything to win. She's vicious and, and a tactical genius. And, you know, Delicious. we can do everything from the ground, but we needed an air force. And, and I found the greatest air warrior there, you know, just oh, explain God. something. There's, you're right. There, there, there's not, and I'm not even saying that's great. And, you know, I think that maybe Raquel needs to turn on Aaliyah and join the group. Dakota was always best with Raquel and Raquel was best with Lee. And then they have a, they have muscle. They have this backup. Um, I don't know. They're on different shows, but I, I don't know. I, you know, that's what I would do now if they want to stick with it. Otherwise, I could just do a quick turn angle. I mean, you know, not to sound too, you know, Japanese people should be with Japanese people, but I, I you know, I think oh, the, you, you know, if you're if you're gonna get if you're not gonna get Asuka and Io in a direct one-on-one -on -one feud, I wouldn't mind them as a tag team. You were, Sorry, Jimmy. I, 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 did you realize we're on the air? Thanks for bailing me out, Jeff. I didn't God realize damn. what you were doing. I mean, I had the. What was I doing? Off. Sucking dick. Well, I mean, it's not the first time you've done that on the air. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna anyway. I make things worse. You do, you do, absolutely do. So let's just move on anyway. And why is Bianca Belly even here? What? I don't know. And why I does mean, she things? Why does she do things accentuating how small her boobies are? Oh, that's body shaming. Oh, I don't, that's right. I don't like small boobies. She has a freaking. She's got a an ironing board has a freaking chest. That's true. Yeah, considering she's pretty beefy, that muscular is supposed to look like. You know, I mean, yeah, she's pretty beefy. You think she'd have a set? You know what I mean? No, you need you need fake boobs if you're that muscular and that cut to to, to have boobs. I mean, or they'd be all drippy. Unfortunately, the Statlanders, because you you that's the first fat that goes away. No, you're right. Absolutely. And unfortunately for Bianca Belair, or lucky for her, really, Vince ain't there anymore to tell her to get some titties because uh, I doubt Triple H will say, go and get a chest implant or, and whatnot. But, uh, and maybe girl, neither will uh, WME, her new talent agency. Yeah, maybe not even them, but whatever. It is what it is. Look at Jay Cargill. She's got breasts. Well, they're fake. Doesn't matter. Well, she. I agree. She looks spectacular. It is what it is. You want to look like a star, Bianca? Go, go and get some tits, all right? How's that? Yeah. Oh, are we going to get heat for that? I don't know, man. We probably will. Who cares? She looks like a star in her own right. I just, uh, she just doesn't need to accentuate the small boobies. That's all I'm saying. I know. Tell me about it. She, she can wear a wife beater. Star. She just doesn't need to accentuate that. Well, she can wear a wife beater singlet, right? And, and, and it would look like she's got no tits still. She wears plenty of outfits that are, that are flattering to her form. I mean, most of them. <laughs> this oh, just yeah, true. This just didn't this didn't do it for me. 
But since I'm the average 15-year-old boy, I, I'm a, I think that, that <laughs> I mean, that may be, you know, part of what's lacking in the demographic. Anyway, I, I think we should move along on, on this. Let's, because our first matchup of the evening is Alexa Bliss, Asuka versus Dakota Kai and Io Sky for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship Tournament Semifinals. Uh, Dakota Kai and Io Sky obviously win by pinfall with a schoolboy from Sky on Asuka. And um, what did you think of the match? It was meh for me. It, it, it was definitely meh. Um, same ending as uh, when uh, Natty and Sonya lost to a Toxic Attraction. Hot tag, didn't see it coming in, rolled up. Um, yep. And, you know, these teams didn't work that well together. Um, but, listen, Sky and Kai had to win this. Otherwise, what's the purpose of this faction? So they did win it. There we go. Yeah. And, I mean, Oscar and Alexa Bliss, did anyone ever really believe them as like a, a tag team unit? I guess there were people out there that did. I mean, they didn't even have a name as a team. What Former champions that are, that are, are, that are not in the title picture now? Oscar okay. Bliss? I prefer former champions that are not in the title picture anytime soon. Perfect. That right. works for me too, brother. Right. Anyway. Uh, we do get an update on the tournament bracket, though, uh, because apparently uh, Toxic Attraction is no longer because uh, one of them got injured, apparently, right? Yeah, Gigi Dolan got a concussion, which I don't think this is near her first, so that, that that's, should be a little bit of a concern. It's a shame because shame. I think that they were going to go far in this tournament. I agree with you, and they were getting a, a lot of, uh, like, you know, they were getting a lot of cheers, too. Like, But anyway, look. Sucks for them, but it is what it is. These yeah. same ballet girls, just saying. We get Dolph Ziggler after that being interviewed by, in Gorilla. He says he's been doing this for a long time, highs and lows, and he can admit that Theory was the better man last week, but he just wants to help. Theory. Judgment Day then roll up, and Finn Balor tells him he makes him sick. Me guys too. like him and Rey... Yeah, that makes three of us. And uh, guys like him and Rey Mysterio who attach themselves to up-and-coming stars to keep themselves afloat. And there's nothing that Dolph can teach him. Ziggler says there's one thing that he can teach him, and he holds off and slaps Balor. Dolph asks if he's going to sit on his ass like a little bitch or come to the ring and makes his entrance to send us to the break. So, so he could teach him get... how to slap. I thought he could teach him how to lie down on his back and look at lights. Yeah, ooh, maybe. Well, we do get Dolph Ziggler versus Finn Balor right after the break, and guess who wins? It was Finn Balor. By pinfall with a coupe de gras. And uh, I mean, this is pretty so, obvious, right? I mean, Dolph Ziggler is Matt Seidel at this point. That's, that's, yeah. yeah, he is. Absolutely. I but saw people, before. and by people, I, one of them is pretty prominent. So I'll say his name Phil Lindsay, who has almost no good takes, period, and somehow has 15,000 followers on Twitter. I have no idea how. Uh, and I've actually right. seen him on TV shows before. I don't even know who he is, dude. Uh, well, he's he's been doing podcasting for a while in wrestling, so it's probably why, because he's been around a bit. Anyway, he said that Dolph Ziggler is so good, he should get one more title run. I'm like, why does anyone listen to you? I what? Mean, this, I'm like, that, that, that what? Was a, you know, what? Well, maybe it wasn't him, but I've seen that a few times. I'm like, that was a hot take in 2016, not now. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's his name again? I, I think it was Phil Lindsay. He says so many stupid things that I, I don't want to attribute this to him. Uh, incorrectly, so eat my shorts. Just saying. Good job there. Anyway, yeah, I don't want to even mention his last name because 
He's already getting too much from us here at the PWC. That's right. Anyway, maybe he'll like the show too. Maybe I didn't even I didn't even know who he was. But anyway, thanks for letting me know, Jeff. He's been through insulting. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Anyway, speaking of insulting, we get Aaliyah being interviewed backstage. Oh, she's yeah. She said she's boogie badass, and Raquel Rodriguez is bougie, not boogie, bougie. Oh, sorry, bougie. That's right, bad and bougie. You're right. <laughs> I knew that. I'd rather she boogied. I mean, that she came out with like a disco theme where she was always dancing. At least that could be interesting. Work for Shanky for for two weeks. Why? So you can put them all together because they're all Indians. Is Aaliyah Indian? Yes. There you go. She is. I was going to say. Don't play dumb because you're already leading the racist Olympics right now, Jeff. Well, I probably am, but I really didn't know that she was Indian. (laughs) Oh, is this a stereotype Olympics? I don't know. Well, it's the same thing, isn't it? <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Well, she is Indian and she's from Canada too. Yeah. D- did not know. Yeah. Anyway, no, I wanted to do a disco thing because you said boogie and just occurred to me that w- that, that would be better than anything. She's bougie. Done she's bougie. In a five or seven years. Bougie. No, no, you're right. She's bougie. She's kind of bougie, but she's not I mean, she even looks bougie. Great. If she was bougie, she'd be coming in with like you know fancy clothes and fancy bags. And, true, you know. true, true. She, yeah, but I'm sure she does outside of WWE. Come on, yeah, but, but if that's her character, she should be doing it inside of WWE. And by the way, that's a heel gimmick to be. Isn't bougie like fancy? Yes, you're right. Like high couture, high fashion. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's even that's a fail. And I think bougie, listen, if I know what the word bougie, it's definitely not the word that anybody cool is using. Well, to be fair to her, though, it was the commentators calling her bougie. No, she called herself the bougie badass. Well, I never heard her say it, but uh, whatever. She's been saying that since NXT. Really? The bougie badass? Like, I think Snooki used to call herself bougie on the Jersey Shore. Like She definitely was not bougie. She was definitely not bougie. Anyway, let's go back to this little interview because Bailey and Pals roll up, Jeff, and run the interviewer off. Bailey asked if she was watching their match earlier to get some tips for their match on Friday and asked where Raquel is. Aaliyah says none of their business, and Iris Guy says she's either real stupid or real brave. Show up alone on their show. That sounds like a Scottish freaking version of Iris Guy. Sounds like a Scottish Frenchman. Sounds actually, it sounds like Scotia. (laughs) <laughs> that sounded very Scotia. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Chief Shatters then rolls up and says, Yeah. Don't fuck with me, Jeffrey. Anyway, Trish Shatters then rolls up and says she's not alone and asks Bailey when she's going to return to action. Aaliyah then challenges her to a match tonight and Bailey agrees as they leave. They walk past Adam Pierce, who's showing some security guards a picture of Dexter Loomis, and then Alpha Academy make the entrance. They'll be issuing an open challenge after the Brizak. And uh, we come back from commercial once again as Chad Gable gets on the mic and says, shush, thank you. Uh, yes. The Jobber Academy. There you go. Yes, the Jobber Academy. Well, apparently the Jobber Academy is accepting new students, Jeff. You know that, right? I think, well, I don't think Josh Woods is actually signed by AEW, so I recommend him. <laughs> well, maybe. And he's starting his search right here in Canada, eh? He's starting to regret it because the only thing he's found in Toronto is washed-up ex-hockey players hooked on Tim Hortons. Oh, nice. He's found no talent in Canada, so he's going to take whatever he can get in this open challenge. And guess who answers the call? Sorry? What's wrong with Tim Hortons? 
Apparently, you Yanks love Tim Hortons over uh, Starbucks. Is that true, we don't Jeff? Have Tim Hortons in the US? Oh, I know you don't. Like Neither do we. We don't have Tim Hortons either. Yeah, like but Danny. we do have Starbucks. Ah, what's the problem? Or, it's good. Or while well, D thinks that we do have Tim Hortons, apparently, D, there's no Tim Hortons here. Tell oh, Douglas to so shut up. We're on the air. So yeah, he's. <laughs> we are on the air, D. So shush, please. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Anyway, uh, he's found no talent in Canada, so he's going to take whatever he can. As I said, and then to answer the call is Canada's own Kevin Owens, and then we get a matchup between Chad Cable versus Kevin Owens. This was a great match, Jeff. Yeah, this is good. Kevin Owens, uh, good. Yeah, I guess he's playing the tweener role and going back to the prize fighter, fighting anyone or just a or just a face in Canada. I don't know. That that's yeah. You're right. What's old what's old is new once again, Jeff. And I dare say, I don't know if you want to call him a tweener. I think he's moving into that babyface slot, in my opinion. He might be. I mean, it's it's you know, Kevin Owens is one of those guys that the crowd loves him anyway. So I guess I guess it's all right. It's it's a weird thing in wrestling now where people don't want to boo, you know, or cheer. They they too they just like people's work basically. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what it's come to these days when you think about it. Because uh, let's be honest, right? And now, look, we're both fans of Kevin Owens, but uh, if you want to put him now, look, in the Attitude Era, he probably would have worked out, right? I'm assuming because you had your Mick Follies. I guess he could have been something over six feet tall, but maybe. Not well over six feet. <laughs> Relax. He was a tall. He was a tall guy. I mean, you can't see him now because he's always hunched over. But yeah, he was about six four. What is going on there? So, uh, Focus. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know. I heard some sounds. Anyway, but as I was saying, Kevin Owens ended up winning by pinfall with a pop-up power bomber. Calling? Is there a medical emergency? No medical emergency. But what old? What's old? He's new again because we have the exact original version of Kevin Owens when he first debuted in NXT and on Raw, I guess, mm-hmm. from like a few years ago now as the prize fighter. So I guess we're not. Oh, he did do a couple of stunners still, didn't he? Oh, yeah, he stunned them both. He he, he stunned Chad Gable, and then he stunned uh, Otis when he tried to make the save. So, oh, And by the way, I just want to ask something. Was there a Tim Hortons in Australia, D? No. No. So is there a freaking Tim Hortons or not? Thank you, Jim. You're right. Thank you, Jim. There you go. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Who, what would we want Tim Hortons anyway? God damn it. Anyway, our coffees are better because our coffees are world renowned, Jeff. Okay, you don't go to Tim Hortons for coffee. What do you go it's to? It's not Tim a Hortons coffee for? shop. Well, technically, it is per se. No, I mean, they serve coffee. That doesn't make it a coffee what shop. What, what, what the hell is it? A donut shop? It's like a Denny's. It's they like serve breakfast all day. They got burgers. Of course, they all do. I know. It's yes, like you're only, right. But technically, Starbucks is a coffee shop. Pizza's a coffee shop. Caribou is a coffee shop. Tim Hortons really? isn't a coffee shop. I mean, if you're a truck driver looking for a break and you just want coffee, you might go there, but not because well, it's a coffee at shop. Starbucks, you can get like food too, you know. The food there, first of all, the food selection is very limited and terrible. And if you're a truck driver, you don't want a $9 coffee when you can get a $9 yeah, Especially buffet. that it sucks. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true too. Absolutely. But- most people here in Australia, anyway, or especially Melbournians, because we're known for our coffee, wouldn't go to friggin' Starbucks for coffee anyway. That's why it's kind of not succeeding here. 
sure. And every, like they everybody knows to. Australia for its coffee. It's like Columbia West. Are you fucking kidding me? Look it up, dude. We're known as not just Australia. It's if more it Melbourne. No, I wouldn't have to look it up. Wow. God damn. Well, I'm telling you, Jeff. All right, Melbourne is world-renowned for their coffees. For its coffee. I'm talking about the way it's made, Jeff, like the way it tastes like and Jamaica, shit. South America. Oh, my God. I'm not talking about where the beans come from. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? I'm talking about the coffee being made. Anyway, what forget the coffee. koala kidneys in it? Oh, oh, my God. Actually, we put kangaroo they come shit in a pouch, in. so it's so cute, marsupials? <laughs> Possibly. I mean, I'm... We, we can arrange that if you like. Okay. Yeah, we, we put... I'll tell you what the Rocky. second ingredient is. <laughs> Wombat feces. Delicious. Excellent. Delicious. Absolutely. you got to try it. Anyway. Served in raw. EU eggs. Yeah. Actually, people eat that shit. Not me. But anyway. Post-match, we get Otis blindsiding Owens and lays him out. But Kevin's about to put him into the ring post as Chaos stalks after Gable... Uh, then we get uh, Dozovich blindsiding him again and takes him back inside where Owens hits a stunner. Ooh, did you just say Otis' last I said Dozovich. Name? Yes, I did. I did. Dozer. We'll call him Dozer. I mean, shit. It's Bring it's back his last name for like, crying out loud. We all deserve a like. Absolutely. Chad rushes in. KO Pell bombs him into Otis. And then we get Judgment Day cutting a promo backstage. Anyway, uh, uh, uh. Rip- you know, Judgment Day runs Monday Night Raw, which is the same thing that Bailey said. We run bon- Monday Night Raw. Maybe they should feud three against three. <laughs> Maybe. Rhea Ripley says they're going to beat everybody up until they learn their lesson. And Dominic Mysterio is starting to like the beatings he's eating from Ripley. Duh. And for the first, Who? yeah, you say? Uh, do you blame him? Do you blame Who? Dom? Good old Dom Who? Mysterio. I don't know that. I don't recognize the name. <laughs> Anyway, for the first time in a decade, excuse me, Jeff. Say his name correctly. Dominique Mysterio, happy? Sub Mysterio. Oh, Sub Mysterio. That's right. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Fine. Sub Mysterio. Whatever, man. Anyway, for the first time in a decade, Jeff, stop cutting me off. (laughs) Let me finish. For the first time in a decade, the hero returns home to Toronto and it's going to be Edge's last match because Priest is going to send him back into retirement. What do you think? Oh, you're done? Great. Really? This is a really? promo by the numbers. The only thing they got right was sub likes to get beat up by Rhea. Oh, oh no. The the oh, no. This is terrible. I can't believe my phone's ringing at this time in the morning. Anyway, as we come back from commercial... Commentary updates us on Gigi Dolan's injury and second chance match to replace Your toxic attraction. Excuse me? Those are the calls we get. Auto warranties. Your oh, your auto warranty might be expiring. <laughs> no, no, no. It's hello, bananas are us. Jim speaking. We peel them, you eat them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, um, Aaliyah's speaking back though. Bananas, like hangover, we're having un- banana unpeeled Williams from Zero News as our guest. Zero news. Why do I? Why have I heard that before? Because they've blown up. Because the, because in the last year they've gotten like ninety seven percent of their reports correct before anybody else. And every really? and now everyone realizes. So everyone's saying they're fake and they don't have sources, even though they get everything right before everyone else. Well, you know what, Jeff? Let's be honest, right? Here at mm-hmm. the PwC, we get a lot of things right, also. Yeah, but I also creatively game game plan and fantasy books, so I get a lot of things wrong too. 
Of course, but there. we can say we got sources. We do have sources. All I'm saying is, I'm not saying that we don't have sources, but we don't exactly. break. We're, we're not a news site. Zero News is a news no, site. That's and true. Banana Too much money right now. Not news <laughs> site, and they're usually right. And it's and they've they blown up in the last two weeks. Well, you know what? Maybe in the future we should look into getting a site because our boy William Malasia from HMG has actually offered to work for the website if we ever get one. So uh, shout-outs to William Alicia. Hopefully that that's still up for the takings, but we'll see. Maybe. Because he's got sources, dude. That's what he does for, for work. So he knows. Cool. And he gets a lot of stuff right, Jeff. Actually, Absolutely. 90% of the shit that he says. Let me ask a question. Actually, if he ran into what? Sean Ross Sapp at a Comic-Con, would he fight him or would he pretend to with a Louis Vuitton uh, faux cowboy hat on the top of his head? Well... He's Puerto Rican. I dare say he would fight him. Wow. Now, now look who's trying to make a comeback in the race of stereotypes. What? I said he's Puerto Rican. What does, what does that <laughs> you mean? You heard it this time, huh? <laughs> Motherfucker. You think I'm not paying attention? Yeah, you say he's Puerto Jesus, Rican. Just because comes, I fell asleep okay. on Rampage <laughs> for a split sick <laughs> on the uncaged. Hey, that's not your fault. That's uncaged, all right? I mean, Rampage. Yeah. Watching that was just too much for me. Um, anyway, now I've lost where I was. I think I was talking about Gigi Dolan's injury and second yeah. chance match to replace Toxic Attraction in the tournament. Right. But have, didn't we see this before? I feel like we've already seen this. But we get Aliyah versus Bailey I mean, in a matchup. They had to do something. I'm not thrilled with what they did, but they took the losing teams and they're doing a fatal four-way on SmackDown. So, it's wild. Sure. Last well, chance, Bailey like last is- kitchen on Top Chef. <laughs> Well, Bailey ends up winning by pinfall with a rose plant as Tommaso Ciampa and the Miz make the entrance to send us to wait, the wait, break. Wait, we can't just leave it that. This match was awful. 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 I don't know if yeah, Bailey was pretty bad. has ring rust. I don't know if Aaliyah sucks. Well, I know Aaliyah sucks. <laughs> I just don't know she if Bailey sucks. can carry her because she has ring rust or Aaliyah is just that bad. This this was this was not a good choice for Bailey's first match back. And I realize Aliyah is the one they have as the designated jobber there, but they should have brought uh, in local they should have brought in local talent or someone. I mean, she's just bad. She I mean she's, she's bad, bad. In shape or form. She's bad and not really bougie. Right. She's she's not bad like bad meaning good, just bad meaning bad. No, she's bad. She's yeah. like bad. And we're not talking about bad, like good, like you said. Right. Like, damn, she's bad. Like, you know what I mean? Not that sort of bad. Not like We're Michael Jackson bad. No, not Michael Jackson bad. Not freaking uh, Aunt Anderson's liver spot bad, but like just bad. Yeah, like like Aunt Anderson walking the ring aprons in 2021 bad. <laughs> <laughs> that, that bad. Yeah. Especially when he fell. Well, I mean, that's what I'm Jesus talking Christ. about. Right. Well, thank God he doesn't the get the gun out and starts in- going real bad. On Hammerlock Hangover, cheap plug in our in our end of year predictions for for going into twenty twenty two. Steve predicted that Arn Anderson will continue to fall off things. Now Arn Anderson hasn't been seen on TV since. So I said, you know what? He's fallen off the map. So I'm giving you that one. Well, yeah, there you, you go. Who was that episode? Me. Yeah, you filled in for Steve when we reviewed the uh, when we reviewed our our uh, our reports. Was our, it that our, episode? Are you our sure? Our mid year uh, report card to see how we did on. Uh, on our 2022 prediction so Maybe far. you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm 100% you're right. I don't know. You did a great job. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you Thank you. That's what I'm doing for you here. Ah, absolutely. Anyway, 
let's move on, Jeff, because we, like as like I was saying, we get Champa and Miz making the entrance because we're moving to an AJ Styles. Oh, oh, it's AJ Styles and who, Jeff? Um, tell uh, tell us who it really is. You mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Every time we get to <laughs> your camera is shaking. <laughs> oh god! Oh no! <laughs> oh no! 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 Love is in the air. <laughs> I'll play that song. Love is in the air. <laughs> but wait, it's the climax. There we go. <laughs> Uh, that's bad, dude. That shit is badass right there. <laughs> oh, there goes the Kleenex. Oh, that's goodness. disgusting, Jeff. That is disgusting. Oh, Ooh. boy. Anyway, <laughs> it is AJ enough? Styles. Oh, enough. It is AJ Styles and Bobby Lashley, or should I call him Smashley, versus The Miz and Tommaso Ciampa. Are you making uh, noise on my man? I don't know. Maybe I should because you're out of control, Jeff. There you're going to get in the middle of this. <laughs> I am jealous. Maybe I'm I am. But you know what? What sucks if match up? The Everyone match goes to a no contest. Well, do you remember why? Yeah, I do remember why. Because we get Dexter Lumis appearing wait, out of wait, the wait, crowd. Wait, wait, wait. Don't skip straight to that. Why? First, there what? was a plan. There was someone the size uh, of the black hoodie yes. who yes, grabbed you're right. and security there was a plan. The crowd, him away. And they took his, uh, his, his head off, his hoodie off, and so you could see his face. So there was clearly not that clueless. Everybody on the internet was game was trying to wonder who's 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 that? No, he's not. I mean, he's nobody for storyline purposes. He was just a plant of the bird. Yeah. You saw his face, so you knew it wasn't clueless. Someone says Gino Medina. No, it wasn't. Oh, apparently, that's isn't that guy from Toronto? Well, I'm sure it was a local indie talent. I mean, or a local actor. But the point was, is that as the Miz was on the other side of the ring apron, or on the outside, the barricade, uh, going towards the uh, bumper there, the, the barrier, Dexter Loomis was in a. You see a security guy coming out with riot gear on, a riot helmet, and a riot vest. He takes off the, the helmet and it's Dexter Loomis and he puts Miz into the sleeper and he drags him away, kidnaps him right through the crowd out the, out the doors. Like a snake too. You know what's funny? As he's backing up, right, I can see the pole, like the post, you know, from the stairs, the, the rail, you know, the, the stair rails. Yeah. And I'm thinking if he goes any further back, he's going to hit that thing without him even realizing it. And what happens? Boom! He hits it and no-sells it pretty well. Yeah, but, good. um, Oh yeah, sure. I'm sure he did. But as far as that, uh, that, that, um, you want to know how I know that? Because he had the remote control back there that had a hit there that told his getaway car to remote control drive over, and out he goes. That's how he got away so quickly. Well, I am intrigued to know what they're gonna do with with Miz. Uh oh, what do you hear again? What is that? Is that? Blue Chew, Blue Chew, Blue Chew. Blue Chew sponsor us. I was going to stop it, but you know what? There's one more climax coming for Jeff because you know what? It's Smashly. He's getting hot. It's getting hot in here. 
I'm... 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 No, no, please. Please. Oh, no. Don't do... Oh, God. I feel bad for our viewers, shall I say, right now. But, um... Viewer. Fucking hell. I mean, you me a viewer. Is it only a viewer? We know. are live the one, on the, the control room. Well, we do have viewers, and we are coming live from the from the Twitch zone, Whoa. YouTube, and Facebook right now, just not on Twitter. But I do want to say that decoy, right, wasn't even meant to get his uh, hoodie come off. That wasn't sure even was. meant to happen. No, I don't think that was meant to happen. Well, they absolutely, they want they needed you to see his face and his hair, so nobody could think of the the rumors. Well, was he wearing face paint? It looked like he was kind of wearing face paint. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. Hello, Jimmy. Hello, world. Hello, hello world you're in your booby right now. <laughs> kill that, kill that hello, doll, Viv. Good, good, I, yourself. I am wet with my hair so messy. <laughs> <laughs> Put that doll in the in the rubbish bin. Uh, this, it means... This one. <laughs> that thing. I went to the first <laughs> one. <laughs> break it. Break it. Break it on the air now, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. He got worried. <laughs> he got worried for a second. Yeah. Oh, anyway. <laughs> it's nice good seeing you. you. <laughs> Likewise. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye bye, you too. Hey, <laughs> hey man, last Akadia just—you're <laughs> lucky, man. <laughs> she That's was like Dexter Loomis. <laughs> she was twirling that thing. She was twirling. I swear, one day here at the PWC while we're live, we're gonna get the live murder of Lily on the <laughs> on the air. <laughs> <laughs> we should be so lucky that it's only Lily. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait to see this, man. <laughs> aim, aim a little higher. You make, you make it the live murder of me. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I can't breathe. That was funny, man. Well, unfortunately, to all our listeners, it's not going to give it justice unless you actually watch this episode. Because, uh, and oh, yeah, I'm, you people on the download, you didn't get to see it. Well, you'll have to see it uh, live. I mean, this video, oh, it, it's survived somewhere forever, right? Right. Absolutely. It's out in the heavens somewhere. Thank God Lashley is done. And uh, Jesus Christ, that really? was funny, man. I need a nap. Oh. <laughs> I need a nap before I go on the ballot club tonight. Oh, yes, that's right. And you, you have you a like, and... hangover with our special guest. Who's the... Oh, yes, the zone, like you said before. <laughs> you don't listen. Well, who was it? The news, whatever the friggin' thing Banana was. Banana Unpeeled Williams from Zero News with an X. Oh, that's Zero right. News. Zero News, that's it. You should follow yeah, them both. Everybody follow them both. Because they Sorry. are they are right about all their reports, but they are they are yes, also said that. not so thrilled with AEW. Well, neither are we at the moment. You can wait to get our thoughts on the skirmish actually right. very shortly, very soon. Um, but you will you will check us out actually on the Dollar Club Wrestling where you'll see me and Jeff make well Jeff make his makes his debut. It's not my debut, no. but it but Jeffrey makes his debut, which I'm interested to see how <laughs> you're going to take it. But um, uh, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. So check us out. I think we're going live on YouTube at Dollar Club Wrestling. So I look think. out for that. Huh. Yes, absolutely. 
Um, but this is going to be an interesting episode, no doubt. I'm actually looking forward to being on because apparently, according to Kev, the PWC takes over the Dollar Club Wrestling. You're Bailey. No, you're Bailey. Ding dong. Actually, no, I'll be EO Scott here. Hello? And I'll be I'll be EO Scott. Look, I can't speak Don't English you anyway. Dakota from Australia? Well, she, yeah. <laughs> well, she's not actually from Australia. She's from New Zealand, but, you know. Oh, right. I know she sounds the same. We do have similar accents. Well, you like but that's not me. Oh. Excuse me. You're hurt, man. Um, you're more white than I am. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you talking about, Willis? <laughs> there you go. That's it. You win. You're more you um I can't I can't get to your whiteness, that's for sure. You're darker. That's it. Yeah, you win. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Jesus, we're weird. Post-match, we get Champa tries to fight babyfaces but gets laid out for his trouble. We get a hype reel for Edge vs. Damien Priest as we go to the break. And uh, before we move on, right, I would say there are cards out there, Jeff, that legitimately thought this was some sort of thing with the decoy. I don't know why. It's not. Nothing's going to come of it, peeps. Relax your sacks, all right? Yeah. Nothing's going down with the decoy. Just think of Loomis. What do you think Miz has done with this guy? And maybe I'm starting to lean towards what you told me originally, that Loomis is protecting AJ Styles for some reason. He is. He's watching uh, AJ And you know what? And you know what's even funnier, right? When I saw the decoy, who I thought was Loomis at first, go and try to grab uh, Styles, I'm thinking, ah, Jeff, you're wrong. You're like, suck it, Jeff. Yeah, yeah I was like, suck it, Jeff, suck it. And then... I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> and like, it wasn't oh, no, AJ, but I'm starting to... Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm actually on your side now, Jeff. I think you're right. I think for whatever reason, he's protecting AJ Styles. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they're going to make sense of this story. Where is Miz? Is he going to be locked up in some chamber somewhere? Like, where do they go from here? Like, I hope they know what they're doing, and I hope they've built some sort of story arc moving well forward. Well, they did arrest um, Dexter Loomis the next night on NXT. So oh, yes, I'm that's true. That they, and Indy uh, Hartwell got a letter or something like that, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that in that uh, arrest that either Miz was freed or, or Dexter uh, revealed his location to the authorities in, <laughs> in Orlando about where he was in Toronto. And speaking of Australians, Indy Hartwell is a legit Australian, by the way. <laughs> Just quietly. Just She's saying. awesome. Not so good, Indy Hartwell. She's so you like Indy Hartwell? <laughs> no. She's, she's better than Dakota Kai. No, she's she really. I mean, she's oh, bigger no. than Dakota Kai. Much if you had Dakota, Dakota Kai's skill in Indy Hartwell, you still wouldn't have anything, though. Yeah, but Dakota Kai's look is just so meh. So is Indy Hartwell's. I think she looks better, though. Like, just not, like, maybe not in looks, but I'm talking about just as a wrestler. I mean, she's taller and she's, she's more muscular. She looks like an athlete, but. Right. But no, I mean. The credit I mean, card she's not Lacey like Evans or street. Charlotte Flair no. or Bianca Belair. Oh, come I mean, on. Come or even on, Raquel. Raquel, not Jake. please. Point, Are you really? At this point, if someone's going to come in looking like an athletic person and they don't look close to Jay Cargill, then, you know, then, then they should give up on so, the, the, the... Wow. You know. I mean... So that's okay. the standard now. Well, I get it. It's probably unrealistic, but, you know, I don't know. I mean... Listen, they're 
No, I, I don't see anything in Indy. I'm sorry. Well, I think Indy Hartwell will make her main roster debut very soon, as a matter well, of fact. Possibly, but it's only because of the other people from the way that are there. I mean, it, I and then she'll resume her role as, as Jobber. Well, speaking of the way, which is a great segue, we come back from commercial, and guess who's here, Jeff? Uh, Daniel Bryan, too. Yeah, essentially a Daniel Bryan ripoff, really. And I'll dare say a poor man's version of him, but nonetheless, he's famous, as in, like, he's popular. And he gets on the mic and says it's been nine fucking reaction. Oh, he did, he did. The crowd gave oh, him shot. a reaction. They didn't give when the, 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 the first time Cross came out, no reaction. The first time Keith Lee nope. came out, no reaction. Nope. The first time Gargano and, and Ciampa came out, no reactions. Gargano got a big reaction this time. So that, that crowd, either fair, they were primed or they knew who he was. So To yeah. be fair, we're talking about Canada here and uh, Canadian professional wrestling fans – know they're wrestling let's let's be honest right i mean then it was, know, a, smart, it's not like, it was a smart time to make the debut yeah i, I was it was smart because aw was in cleveland you right, know what i mean every, which yeah, i'm sure thought he was gonna and they were i think in ohio the week before so everybody thought that uh, he was gonna debut then and he didn't so then let you know let, there were all the rumors of oh he's not signed da, 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 da. Yeah, boy, that reaction was brilliant, man. You would have thought he was Canadian himself with that reaction. I mean, Jesus Christ. I think, and look, you know what? I, I say a lot of things about Gargano, but you know what, man? Look at, looking at, just seeing the look on his face and how, like, gassed he was by that reaction, I was happy for him, man. I don't, I don't think he even expected a reaction like that, dude, especially in Canada. Yeah, listen, I, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for his family. You know, I assume at some point Candace will come back and maybe her and Indy will be an okay women's tag team. That's fine. But he's a small guy, and he's not that young a guy, so he's got two things against him in, in the jet. I mean, I know he's probably only 37-ish, which is not over. But if you're both... Um, let's see. You can check. But continue but, on. But if, you, if you're that small um, and you're not young and... You know, you can't – Daniel Bryan was organic. I mean, I know that a lot of the size of him is, has past modern wrestling fans, but WWE is not trying to get them, and they, they're already risking going too far in that direction. I mean, I wasn't impressed with, with Gallus and Tyler Bate and all those – J.D. McDonough, all those clowns that are in NXT, and I don't know. I just, uh, you know, I think Ciampa looks overmatched there. Ali is not my kind of guy. I mean – Get him out. There's just too much. There's just too much of that. I I, I want more Eric Rowans. I want my Braun Strowman. I want AOP back. I, I want Eric I want giant bosses. I want, want big dick Rowe. fellas, don't you, Jeff? What's that? <laughs> you big, want big dick fellas? Men. <laughs> big dick action. Oh shit! Anyway, like Olivia Newton-John would say, I want oh. muscle. R.I.P. to Olivia Newton John, man. One Absolutely. of the best. A great Australian. A great exactly. Australian American. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, look, man. She is Australian. But yeah, she's an American citizen too. Yeah, Fuck. Listen, right, in I mean, years, she was the one that everybody wanted. She took us to Xanadu. Oh, my God. Anyway, but I can't believe she died, dude. I cannot believe she passed away, which is such a shame. But you know what, man? She never lost her Australian accent, all right, Jeff? 
times. That's because she's hopelessly devoted to you. <laughs> Not to me, but maybe to Australia. But you know what I mean? Hey, she's a real Australian, dude. dude. Well, look, Australia, Australia have given you motherfuckers many great exports. ACDC, the Bee Gees. Well, if you could um, pay your people, we wouldn't have to take them. <laughs> well, it's not our fault that your market is the market in the world when it comes to oh, isn't it? <laughs> entertainment and music. We were colonized by the British. You were colonized by the British. We did terrible things yeah, to our indigenous. You did terrible things to our indigenous. <laughs> You're we're probably the worst. What are you talking about? White Christians. You have, we have yeah, a lot of coastline. You have a lot of coastline. We can grow our own food. Was... You can grow our own food. Bunch of right, And we speak the there. same language. <laughs> we are a bunch of slackers down here, as a matter of fact. Right. You know what? We are. Basically, we are Australia is the Florida of the British Empire. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, it's all overweight retirees thinking well, they're badasses. Well, Australia and America are the two fattest nations in the world when it comes to English-speaking nations. Damn especially. Right. So, <laughs> there, there you go. I'm you sure. Some come uh, get some people will eat you. <laughs> We got plenty, yeah, exactly. Anyway, anyway, I don't know how we went from Johnny Gargano. <laughs> we went from small to talking about fat dudes, but um, anyway, can we get back to Johnny Gargano for a minute? Right. How we sure, sure, read away from promo. that. Go ahead. I shall read his whole promo because he gets on the mic and says it's been nine months since he's been in the ring, and he needs to get his sea legs back. For those of you who don't know, his name is Johnny Gargano. And he was kind of a big deal in NXT, a former NXT champion, a three-time North American champion, a tag team champion, and the first ever Triple Crown champion, Jeff. He, honest, he honestly wasn't sure if he wanted to do this anymore and mentions his child. He remembered when he was younger of having big impossible dreams of becoming an Intercontinental Champion, United States Champion, WWE Champion, wrestling at WrestleMania, and what kind of father would he be? If he didn't teach his son the biggest, most impossible dreams can come true. Fat like Shawn Michaels there for a minute. Anyway, so he's betting on himself and Johnny Wrestling is back in WWE. And we do get baby wrestling chants. We do? Yep. All right. Do good. you believe that? Baby wrestling chant. Yeah, that was good. It was baby a good crowd. Wrestling. Was a good crowd. It was the right crowd. What the hell? What the I've never thought. Every time I think I've heard it all in professional wrestling, we hear baby friggin' wrestling. I mean, really? I like smart crowd. That was fun. That was funny. That was organic, I think. I mean, I think they came oh, up with definitely. it on their own. No, no, for sure. And, I mean, the crowd was just losing their shit, obviously. Johnny wrestling. Heck, before the promo, they wouldn't even let him talk. Mm -hmm. And then, it speaking about letting him talk, then came out A-Town. Yes, A-Town down. And that's right. It's Austin Theory, former way... Uh, well, can we say he was the son yeah, to Johnny Gargano? Son. Like, who's your daddy? Yeah, definitely. He gets, who's your daddy? He, definitely. he gets in the ring to who's your daddy chance and says a lot has happened in nine months. Gargano says he watched Theory and it's good to see him and, and how he's changed. Austin says everybody knows and recounts his career beats, pointing out that he's done a significant chunk of what Johnny dreamed of and says he couldn't have done it without him. It's almost like now Austin is the veteran and he, and Yanni is the rookie and he can stand behind him and carry his bags if he wants. Or even better, just carry the money in the bank briefcase for old time's sake. That's he great. wants a high five. Yes. He's and nice. Johnny Gargano instead lays him out with a super kick. That was mean. Is, that was mean. How can, he, how can a father do that to his own son? Oh, I don't wait. Know, ask Billy Gunn. The, 
Exactly. I was going to say that. Oh. And then we go to oh. the break. <laughs> Finally, as we come back from commercial, we'll get a recap of our opening segment and I promise a face-to-face between Rollins and Riddle next week, plus an appearance from Kurt Angle. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. He sucks. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, God. And you know we're going to get that loud and clear next week. It's in, true. Was it, it's was it Pittsburgh? True. Yep, he's from Pittsburgh. Was it in Pittsburgh? I know, but is the is Raw in Pittsburgh, though? I believe it is. Okay. Um, well, anyway, we move on to our main event because we get Damien Priest versus Edge. And, you know, for our listeners, I think, you know, this has been a traditional thing. I might as well do a, a play before our main event. Because we start off with a strong collar and elbow fighting into the corner. Priest using his superior leverage and backing off clean to, to prove a point. He's back at it again, again into the corner. Edge with a side headlock, shot off with a big knee from Damien. And he roars, stalking around the ring. Edge slaps him off the ropes, block the leapfrog. Big shove puts Priest on his ass, which I liked, Jeff. I kind of liked that because it felt organic for some reason. Like, like Priest wasn't actually expecting that shove as he was jumping up for the leapfrog. Which made him look Ooh. like a dumbass. Yeah. Um, anyway, we move on to a low bridge, sends him into uh sends him to the floor back inside, headbutts into the corner as Damien gets back into it. He whips him, slide to the floor, edge baits him and drops him with a lariat as we go to the break. As we come back from the commercial, stereo boots and both men are down and out. Action to the floor, priest chokes him edge into the ropes. Has him up for the Razor's Edge Crucifix powerbomb through the announce table, and we go to another break, which is odd. As we come back once again, Edge hits with an avalanche uh, avalanche Frankenstein, sending Priest sprawling. Damien hits a kill switch. Not enough. Desperate strikes from the mat. Edge hits his impaler. So close, but no cigar. Reckoning connects, wanting for Edge to get up. But the rated R superstar counters with a side effect as referee Charles Robinson takes a bump to the floor. Priest then hits south of heaven with no cover. Damien goes to the floor and gets a pair of chairs, sliding them inside, one under Edge's head and the other in hand. Edge rolled away from the concerto. Back inside we go as Edge stomps out the crossbar and puts an arm trap crossface on with the steel in Damien's mouth. Priest then clocks him with a steel to block the spear. Robinson crawls inside. Edge kicks out. Flip pile driver out of the corner as Edge wins by pinfall with a spear. What do you think, Jeff? This was actually a lot better than I expected. Yeah, no, the, the, the match was pretty good. Um, you know, I, I, I mean, obviously Edge had a win in Toronto. You know, uh, aside from you know Hunter trying to uh, get away from the hometown hero loses in front of their hometown crowd thing, which, you know, WWE was, has been rightfully criticized for. Um, right. My only concern is you have Judgment Day, which started out sort of hot. Then there was the turn, and they've been sort of flat and weird ever since. And now you're having He's them... keeping them alive, dude. Keeping them alive, but losing. I mean, beating Dolph Ziggler ain't anything exciting. Uh, and you know that, you Man, know, and what's the payoff to Ray and Dom? It's either the Mysterios winning or Dom turning on Ray. Nobody cares about either of those things. Um, That's true. And, and now you have, you know, the, the powerhouse of the Judgment Day losing to Edge and, you know, teasing, you know, you'll, I'm sure you'll get into a scrum in a, in a moment, but teasing what might be an intergender match, which the faces have to win, I suppose. I mean, I, I just don't know where you go with, the, with this feud unless you're going to end judgment day which by the way i'm fine with 
So am I, but I think that's a little unfair to Ripley, though, in a way. Well, she could form her own. She could she could fire them and then, you know, bring in, you know, AOP as her, as her muscle. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But I don't mind Judgment Day. I think it's got potential, but they're not giving him any favors either. So I don't know, man. To me, Rhea Ripley is the one that elevates his group by a long shot. The other two don't even look like they're stars compared to Ripley at this point. Even though uh, Priest, I think, talks great, looks great. He's great in the ring. For whatever reason, they're just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't think they know. what. It actually could have worked with Edge. Finn made no sense, and he still makes no sense. No sense, and still makes no sense. And we still don't have an explanation. Yeah, like, no, they got tired of being told what to do, and they were being told what That's to do. That's not right an explanation, that, please. That convinced Finn how? I, I mean, I, I it just doesn't make sense to me. But anyway, no, we no. do go. It's stupid. You're right. I mean, we're, it's it's stupid. I don't know what wrestling logic. It is. I agree. Um, but we go post match because Edge gets some chairs and sets the concerto up, but Rhea Ripley appears to low blow him and block the attack as Balor perched up onto the top rope. With a coup de gras, Beth Phoenix then grabs a chair and slides into the ring to face off with Judgment Day. Rhea steps to her, but Damien and Finn hold her back. Do, does this mean we're going to get a friggin' God, can it possibly be Rhea Ripley versus Beth Phoenix? Or worse, it could be members of the Judgment Day in an intergender match against Edge and Beth Phoenix where you know that the... No. The faces have to win. I mean, because you have two. Yeah, you said that just before, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I, I'm not happy either way, dude. That's what I'm saying. It's like booking yourself into a corner, and I mean, the heels have to find a way to win that. Otherwise, there's no point in Judgment Day, and it only hurts Rhea. I mean, Edge can take yeah. losses. I know he doesn't want to. So as long as it's something crappy or cruddy, um, you know, that some diabolical, then he can move off, and you know, because they sort of need Edge to be sort of their. Their emergency fail safe if they need to put someone into a title picture for a you know for one of these monthly pay per views or PLEs. Yeah, true PLEs exactly. Premium. Otherwise, it's going to be Goldberg or Brock Lesnar again. I don't mind Lesnar, dude. I'm always happy to see Lesnar on my TV screen. As far as Goldberg goes, fuck off. Well, I, I like Lesnar too, but he doesn't need to be right into a. If he goes right into another title picture, he's he is Goldberg. So I mean, if he comes in and he's wants to challenge Lashley for the, the U.S. title, or he wants to go against Walter for the IC title, or he just... Oh, that would be brilliant. Or he just has a beef against someone. He's he's always wanted to face, I don't know, uh, yeah, not that guy, but who, who's new? Who, who just who just re-debuted? Killer Cross. Okay, yeah. He, he's he's always wanted to know what a tough guy crosses, and he wants to do whatever. Something or he wants, he, wants that get, type of match. He, he wants to get his win back against Drew Drew, who thinks he's gonna be the, the champion. You know, he had the he had personally, the flu that I don't know, whatever. Personally, yeah, exactly. Personally, I actually wouldn't mind seeing a Rollins and Lesnar matchup again. I think them two actually gel pretty well. No, I, I mean the only place I want to see Seth Rollins is, you know, my, <laughs> I haven't done that yet. No, he, he can be he can be my waiter at Outback Steakhouse. Can we have some more uh, brown bread and and uh, honey um, butter, please? <laughs> of course, you can. 
<laughs> you can't have fans. You want them to go? You want another loaf to go? Yes, we do. <laughs> anyway, all right, man. I think we can take this shit home, Jeff. Let's we do it. did it. It was a great roar, per se. Um, you know, sometimes reading back on it, like we always say, it sounds worse than what it is, but it was actually was a really decent raw. I mean, Listen, right, Jeff? I, I, I said it was pretty good. I'm not going to say anything. I'm, I'm not giving it more than pretty good. I think it was just, I think we all are rushing to think everything that Humphrey's doing is, is terrific. And listen, there were, there were raws gone by in months gone by where I would say pretty good, but I really meant it wasn't that terrible. That's what pretty good meant. No, now pretty good actually means pretty good, but it wasn't great. There was nothing exceptional. It had highs and it had lows, but it was fine. It was for a three-hour wrestling it was good show, enough. It was okay. It was good enough. I'm, I'm, I'm still watchable. happy with the direction. It's it's not core meant to watch it, and there's things I'm invested in and interested in, and I believe there's more new team storylines build up that, that that there'll be more things I'm interested in. I agree 100%. You know what, man? The pacing of the show was much better than usual. Yes. it's good. That, That's been one of the things Hunter started doing immediately is better pacing, sort of mix up the routine a little bit. I, I wish they could break the, you know, cut down on the recaps and do something with the commercial breaks not being so predictable. But even the camera work, they've, they've been, I mean, it's still Kevin Dunn's world, but he's like cut himself by half. He has. He actually has. He's actually paying, or should I say, he's actually listening to Triple H, I or, assume. Or his assistants who they're saying, Kev, why don't you just sit on the side and let him run the show today or her run the show? Maybe they're like, yeah, we're going to do those camera cuts. But whoever, whoever is doing it, there's less of them. It's still not perfect by any means, but it's it's much less uh, stroke-inducing. 100% agree, Jeff. Well, in saying that, Jeff, tell them where they can find you, my man. Oftentimes right here on the PwC. Oftentimes on some of these shows on these on, on these fine networks. My podcast is, is Hammerlock Hangover with Big Daddy Cool Steve Pena. That's the wrestling one. The non-wrestling podcast is Garden of Doom. History, cryptid, ufology, things that go bump in the night, religion, you, you name it, all sorts of fun stuff in there. And Garden Views is its cousin show, recently dropped a show on uh, international, uh, I'm sorry, intellectual property law, trademark copyrights, things like that. And I just recorded a show on the moon with our space journalist. To the and, moon. Uh, yeah, to the moon, the real moon, uh, <laughs> Matt Williams. So that'll probably come out next week. So, uh, Lots of cool stuff coming up, so check out those shows right here on the PWC, uh, Comedy Media Group, and PW Hustle as well, as well as the Wrestling Suit Network. Jesus, there's a lot of places. Um, and tonight, so Jimmy great. and I, Harry, will both be <laughs> spending more time with each other with Dollar Club Wrestling, because yes. uh, Jimmy can't let me have my solo shine. He's always just trying to steal my shine. Wow. Well, I can't wait, because you're going to take everyone's shine tonight. <laughs> On Dollar Club Wrestling, they're not going to know what hit him, Jeff. Damn right. I'm a world. Gonna be like, I'm going to be. I'm going to channel my inner Australian, be a Tasmanian devil. You can be. Well, apparently they're trying. To, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, funny you bring up the Tasmanian devil. Have you heard that they're going to somehow? I don't know what they're going to do. Recreate the Tasmanian, Tasmanian devil. tiger. Oh, tiger. Sorry. Yes, it was the tiger. Yeah, I knew that two years ago. And that's because they actually found some that were still alive. Okay, interesting. Is that legit though? Yeah, so yeah. And so the that really tiger found... is not actually a cat; it's 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 closer to a dog. But, uh, really? They thought Look it was this a, guy telling me more things about my own country than what I know. 
Damn right I do. Because if it's weird and wacky... Are you sure they really found them? But did they really find... So they, they do exist in the wild in Tasmania? There was one confirmed sighting I'm aware of. Which means there has to be at least one other at some point. Interesting. Interesting. So it's yeah, more like a dog be, instead of a cat. At some point there at least had to be a mom. I assume so. You're right. I mean, well... They Which said that at some point there had to be a dad. So at some point there had <laughs> there never had to be more than two at one time. But it, but but this is at least so it could be Adam and Eve and this was all able. Oh God! Anyway, who knows? Shout out to the Tigers, the Tasmanian Tigers. That is sounds like a, bre- a bloody team right now. But anyway, enough of that. If you want to follow me, you can on Twitter at the PWC Network and at DJ Mass Effects. Also, please like and subscribe at the pwcnetwork.podbean.com. Like Jeff said, you can find all our shows right there on the network. Also, like and subscribe at Hamin Media Group, where you can also find us with Jeff with his shows, me with the blow-off. Also, channelattitude.com, where for five bucks, you get to hear me and see me with various guys, including the vet on the impact attack this week. Did he just slap himself? That's right. You heard right. I make an appearance on the Impact Attack with the vet, and uh, yeah, you got to check it out, man. Did you watch Impact. You will this not week? be disappointed. I did, unfortunately. <laughs> I actually did, bro. I know. You should have man. told me I would have been nicer to you. Well, no. yeah, I did, man. No, honestly, it, uh, don't get me started. But you know what? I did it for the vet. I really did. That's why. Well. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's always cool kicking it with them guys. Um, also, please like and subscribe at the PW Hustle where you can also find the skirmish and Jeff's shows and also at theblowoffpod.com where you can expect the new blowoff in the next couple of days. In saying that, I'm Jimmy T. He's Dr. Jeff Littman and you've been watching and listening to the PwC Monday Night Machismo right here on the PwC Network. See ya. Good world chance and stable, my friends.
monkey flip there by Bailey. Uh, here we go. Rose oh. plant. To the cover. And the veteran wins it. Here is your winner. But rocks oh. Balor. What? Oh, watch Rhea! Oh my god, Rhea on the apron with the cheap shot! Right into the arms! Oh, a Finn Balor! 1916, this one is as good as done. Balor gonna try this one more time. Kuda Gross right through the chest of Dolph Ziggler, shoulders down! Huge win for Finn Balor and Judgment Day! Here's your winner, Finn Balor! This is our ring now, you're in the past. This is our show now, you're in the past. We are the now, so who the hell do you think you are? Oh, you said something about being outnumbered, Corey? This is where we get some backup. Who in the hell is Trish Stratus? Bailey, you're not even in the same stratosphere. Yeah, see, Trish walked so that we all could run. So what you should be doing is thanking Trish because there would be no Bailey without Trish Stratus. But you know what? I don't even need to defend her because she can defend herself. Bailey, I can tell you something. I can real quick go from I am retired. Uh oh. <laughs> to I was retired. If you don't stop running your mouth. Say something, Bailey. Okay, well, uh... I know you're a little stupid, <laughs> but there's three of us and two of you. So, uh, that sounds good right now. Simple math, sweetie. Myself and women's champion Bianca Belair make two. Oh, oh, let's readjust that map. The odds evening up very, very quickly and have now shifted into the favor of Trish Stratus. Three on two becomes four on three. Alexa Bliss and Asuka. And the future women's tag team champions, Asuka and Alexa Bliss. Well, that makes one, two, three. Oh, that's four. You're lucky that I'm feeling really generous this Monday in your hometown and everything, so I'm gonna let you slide on this one. We'll see you three idiots at Clash at the Castle, okay? That's if you make it to Cardiff. So, to your little girlies there, good luck, because you're gonna need it.
no, 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 no. Don't do this, Kevin. Oh, Kevin's gonna do it. Oh! Power bomb onto Otis. And able to slip behind. What? What? It's a Canadian destroyer. How fitting. And now Edge in position. Spear! Ten years in the making. Shoulders down. Redemption for Edge against the Judgment Day. Asuka out of the way at the last possible second. Eel Sky's tagged herself in. But Asuka doesn't know. Asuka's got the Asuka lock. But it's not the illegal competitor. The tap means absolutely nothing. But Asuka doesn't know it. Celebrating now on her back. What a comeback. Here are your winners. The team of Dakota Kai and Eo Coming back to life in this match. What, what the? Again? What the hell? Get the cameras. Who the hell are these people? AJ Styles is confused as confused as we are. Styles are attempting to refocus here on this match. Had to miss right oh. there. One of them now runs into a boot. to see that because they love us together. Johnny and Theory, the dynamic duo, we're untouchable. You know what? For old time's sake, let's do the high five. The high five one yeah. more time. Come on. Let's do it. Let's, let's do it. Hit me with it, Johnny. Come on. Hit me with it, Johnny. Hit me. Come on, Johnny. Hit me. Oh! Hey, hit him all right. Oh! 
is for rekindling the partnership. That's our backstage area. Absolute chaos to kick off the night on Monday Night Raw. It's blatantly obvious Riddle and Rollins have no interest in waiting till we arrive in Cardiff, Wales for Clash at the Castle. We get those officials to separate those two and focus on the task at hand here tonight. Wait, 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 wait. They, uh, they're still going. I hear the Scotiabank Arena. Uh, Rollins and Riddle are going at it. Oh, oh get some God. security out here. We need more than that. Well, a lot more than this. A lot more than a couple referees to separate these two gentlemen. Going out the crowd. Oh my God, they're not going to stop for anything. This is a oh no, 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 no. We need some more backup, please. Well, for weeks, these superstars at each other's throats. This issue's become so oh. deeply personal. As if time heals all wounds, I can say this is the exception. Riddle and Rollins trying to destroy one another. They're getting worse every week. Okay, remember Rollins trying to end Riddle's career. It's like, hey, you understand why the emotions are so high here? Well, Riddle tonight looking to pay him back. Finally, these two are separated. Okay. Oh, my God! Oh! Riddle taking out everyone, not just Seth Rollins. So much disdain between these two men. And Riddle still turned after Rollins. What a melee to kick off Raw. These two couldn't care less about Clash of the Castle. Watch this happen! We're standing up for her husband. Standing by her man, tearing him! Hall of Famer staring down the judgment day. No fear from Beth Phoenix for Rhea Ripley. Judgment Day wisely backing off. PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.